Pure Powered Podcast. You are listening to episode 13. Here, our gaming potential may be sparse, but we continue to level up anyway. I'm Shelby Stokes, and on the cast today, we have Casey Cool. Hello. Sean Poole. Hi. And for the first time, Megan Stokes. Hello. Hello. <laughs> How are you, Megan? Thanks for being on our cast today. Good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. I like how you act if, like you don't know Megan at all. I think it's uh, weird that you both have the same last name. Isn't that weird? <laughs> we are siblings. We are not married, uh, so it all works out. Megan and I go way back since like uh, her birth, so it's been pretty cool. So you're older? I am older, yeah, just uh, by you. a couple years. Uh, she's my younger sister, and we have a lot of good memories of playing games back in the day, huh, Megs? Oh, yeah, I remember uh, James Bond is a 007, James Bond. Oh, yeah. N64. Uh, I don't think Shelby ever let me play, though. It was mostly just <laughs> him playing me watching. I actually think we fought over Odd Job and multiplayer for oh, many yeah. hours. That's why you got to ban Odd Job from the start. Mm-hmm. <laughs> odd Jobs for cheaters. Yeah. No, I, I think we really got our uh, teeth cut on um, an NES, and then mm-hmm. Donkey Kong was very popular in our household as well. Donkey Kong Ooh. original or country? Oof, both. Yes oh. to all. Yeah, no, no, no. No, country, for sure. Country, country the is SNES, right? Yeah, and it's yeah. two-player. Mm-hmm. My son's into that one. I would say Kirby. That was my favorite. Oh, that's nice. a good two-player game, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Kirby's great because you can like mix and match the different power-ups mm-hmm. throughout the course of the game. Like, hey, you take this one, I'll take that one, get through it. Yeah, yeah. And you can't not love Kirby. I mean, he's cute as all, all get-out. Kirby's the best. And he loves to eat, oh, just like most That's people. My smash, my smash character is Kirby. That's true. Your Smash brother? The most basic Smash character. Is that right? I thought people yeah. really liked yeah. Kirby. Is he top tier or what? In the N64 no. one, he was really good. When there's eight characters, yeah, he was really <laughs> yeah, good. He was real good. Now he's not good. Kirby's like just a C. He's average. He can. He's okay, but he's not going to take you to win a title. He's just fun because you can eat people and right. become them. Yeah, you get their B power. He's exactly. good. He's useful. It's like if someone's never played Smash and they want to try it, and he's good to start out with, and then you go and try it. I like how I totally it. derailed it because I knew Casey would be like, oh, Smash Brothers. <laughs> Dude, how dare I, you? I didn't know he was going to take a hard stance against Kirby, though. Like, that's horrible. Dude, have you have you introduced your kid to Kirby yet? Yeah, he plays Kirby on the SNES Classic. He loves okay. it. So we play that together. Good answer. Mm-hmm. Good answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Megan, who's your Super Smash Brothers Jeez. character? It probably might, it might be Kirby, to be honest. But you know what? Yeah. He's not very agile, so I get it. He, he doesn't move very quickly. Yeah, he gets, to, so. he gets no. to float, though, forever. Yeah. That's true. He can't fly. No. I, I remember Megan being able to throw it down with some Link in the N64 oh, yeah. Smash. I feel like Link is just cheap. <laughs> our friend Chad plays with Link. and Link, No, he plays he, Fox. He, well, yeah, now. He used to play, like, only Link and then Kid child link or whatever later oh but. yes 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 and the in ultimate yeah, yeah yeah i mean he has the best weapon right i mean that's generally the boomerang why his sword is strong yeah his sword oh. in the bomb i was like bombs. i was excited I'm like the boomerang everyone's like no the sword so. <laughs> bombs arrows no. yeah you haven't heard of the master boomerang yeah no. <laughs> well, not that advanced unfortunately uh, no, but when the bombs land in the N64 version, it feels so good. Yeah. There's just so much weight to those bombs. Yeah, but no, so Megan grew up, and she works for a marketing firm and kind of works in the game industry doing marketing. And I know we're not here to talk yeah. about her work, but um, she gets to kind of be in the industry in the real world, yeah, which is pretty cool. It is my day-to-day job. Um, but 
but it does also to fun to play on the off hours. I, I definitely got more into it, you know, once I started working in it full time. I, I definitely had the personal interest kind of come back in my life as well. So that's been a benefit. That's good. Do you have to play what you market? Do they ask you to do that a lot of the time? No, they actually don't ask us to do that. I mean, we're, we actually work with outside advertisers to come onto the platform. So we're really like mm-hmm. teaching them about teaching, educating them on the community and just the console in general. And I'm definitely an Xbox fan, not a PS5 fan. So, or PlayStation in general. Ooh, you're a good take that PlayStation. What is your stance on Nintendo? <laughs> I, I'm a Nintendo fan. I think they okay. do a great job. They're kind of in their own category. All right, she can stay, guys. She passed the test. <laughs> uh, well, I do know that Megan once bought a Switch and then returned it to the store because it did not. Yeah. It did. Um. Oh. Casey's Why? face right now is so shocked. <gasps> Why? You're, air- you're airing my dirty laundry. Okay, I, I I don't have kids, so I kind of felt like, guilty Ooh, buying console, it. Kid console. Kid <laughs> console. I thought I just felt guilty. I was like, this is not a thing for adults, but I do miss it. I kind of wish I hadn't returned it. So you gave it back so that a kid could have it instead. Yes, it was charity. You're right. Mm, mm-hmm. that's, mm. Yes, yes. Yes, she returned it and got her money back <laughs> for charity for another kid to buy it. That's how charity works. Last that's time not how it works? <laughs> no. Um, but do you travel for work? It's the perfect traveling console. You know, yeah, I, I would... I just didn't think I was enough of a gamer to really, you know, fully commit. But mm. I think I don't travel quite enough, but I don't know. I might have to bring come back to it. Um, Shelby and I, when we went on vacation, I think late last year, I was on his all the time. So I think I yeah, have enough that, reason to get one. That's probably how he lost his pro controller. <laughs> that's where it went. <laughs> she has it. <laughs> she can't even do anything with it. She just has it in her room, yeah. like plays with it every night. Like one day I'll have yes, a switch. Yeah. That will not be your scapegoat. That was not me. <laughs> no, I don't know where it is. Like, I looked for it when we did that stream just a couple days ago. And, um, yeah, it was pretty rough without a pro controller. It. No, I don't know where it is. It's gone. It's gone. I, I could blame the kids, but that would be just not fair. Or your kid lost it playing Pogs or something at school. <laughs> Pogs? What are you, Grandpa? <laughs> what are you talking about over there? <laughs> I would be in... Uh, quite the fluster like no, my house would be upside down yeah. if i could not find that but see, i think you use the switch as your main console and i use it as a handheld yes. console like i think mm-hmm. i've switched uh, it up to my t uh, hooked it up to my tv like three times total see i will do both depending if someone wants to watch the tv but like i was talking about so when we streamed a part of the issue was i've caught the drift <laughs> I've got the hot now, drift. You're going to need to explain that to Megan, because right now she thinks she should stay six feet away from you at all times. <laughs> yeah, Nintendo, the Joy-Cons are known to have an issue where they start drifting. It used to happen, it happened on the N64 <laughs> controllers, too. If you started the game and you're holding a controller, the stick, it would start moving randomly in random spots because it was loading with it in a weird position. But The joystick part. Yes, he's talking about. the joystick part. But the drift is that it something in the silicone at the base of the joysticks will get off center and it will make your joystick move when you're not moving it. So it can okay. be infuriating when you're trying to play a game like Cuphead or anything that needs precision and you die. Um, and it tends to happen a lot. And before COVID happened, people could send in their Joy-Con to get fixed for free because it was a big issue and Nintendo was going to get sued pretty heavily for it. Mm-hmm. So I've caught the drift after thousands of hours. But I also like would bring it to school... <laughs> And have my students play it on Fridays when we play Smash at lunchtime or recess. And they definitely 
ruined them, so I need to get some new Joy-Cons. <laughs> Those dang kids ruining the Switch yes, controllers! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know, I need to get four GameCube controllers and just make it legit smash. Uh, no joke, yeah. no joke. So, Megan, you kind of mentioned that you kind of got back into games because of work. What kind of, what games are you playing now? Do you have anything that you're, that's kind of on your docket? Yeah, I just recently finished Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Um, was an amazing Ooh, game. I, I loved it. I did nothing for about a week and a half. I mean, clearly a lot of people have more time to play games given the situation, so that was good. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I really, really enjoyed that. I'm, I'm again, biased because it's a Microsoft per- first-party title. but um, Is it really better it. than the first one or on par? Okay, I didn't. I didn't play the first one. Oh, which? What is it with you, Stoke kids? <laughs> now you gotta go back. Now yeah, you gotta go back. should I? Did you? Did anyone play the first one? Okay, I did. I did. The first yeah. one was really good. Would it make mm-hmm. sense to go back and mm-hmm. play it? I th- yeah, I don't think. I think there's more. Com- from what I heard, I hear the second one has more combat. Like the combat's more fluid and cool. But like the story and the art and everything's beautiful in the first okay. one. Yeah, I'll definitely have to go back. I mean, I played on easy mode because I'm not. The combat is not as enthralling to me as um, the story. So, yeah, I'll have to go back and try that. Yeah, and, like, in my opinion, that game isn't made for combat. You know what I mean? Like, you don't no. go to Ori to for the combat, or at least no. you haven't in the past. Like, you go for the platforming, the beautiful textures, and um, the hand-drawn artwork, which is what I always drew it to me. So I don't think you're missing mm-hmm. a ton by bumping that down to easy. Yeah, there you go. And then otherwise, I, I really like, um, you know, RPG story t- mode type games. So I've been kind of dipping my toe in a few other ones, um, but haven't really stuck on to any. There's a few on Game Pass, which I'm a huge Game Pass proponent. I love it. Um, but mm. I'm kind of into The Long Dark is one. It's kind of a survival game. I got, you know, I started it and I got stuck. So I kind of gave up. That happens. Is there, I think, is there... I remember, are there lots of wolves in that one? Or they're supposed to be? Because it's like, it's a single player survival game where you're like in the cold north, right? Yeah, so, I mean, the first scene is really, you get on a plane and the plane kind of crashes in in a very, I think, I can't remember if it's set in Canada or not. Um, Maybe it's Alaska, something like that. Um, But he crashes and then essentially you have to survive and you have all the different meters of like your health and your heat. Um, and you're trying to essentially mm-hmm. get back to the plane and, and save the person that you crashed with. And that's kind of where, where I left. Wow. So that's pretty interesting. So is this, is this like a single story narrative driven game? Like, is, is it one storyline or is it more like a Minecraft where you're going out and managing health bars and stuff? Yeah, it's a storyline type game. So you're kind of introduced to the character okay. in the first scene and there's dialogue and, and you meet the character. So yeah, more of a storyline. Are you, like, frustrated with any of the meter management at all, Megan? Yeah. That's where I was like, this is hard. I I mean, I couldn't – I got stuck because I couldn't find my way out of the – you get you basically fall into a ravine, and you're supposed to get up to the crash. I could not figure out how to get out. I'm, like, collecting all the different things and making fires and trying to keep myself alive. But I, for some reason, can't get out of the ravine. I don't know why. So that's where I got stuck. Mm. So, like, this is your home now. Yeah, you live here here now. (laughs) That's actually how the game ends. You just play it forever. Yeah. But I've owned it for a long time. I haven't played it yet. But I remember it always stood out because it was one of the very few single-player ones. Where, like, Minecraft, there's all these games that are, like, multiplayer survival games where there's no real story. It's just kind of like you go and you just try and survive from 
crazy creatures, but Long Dark was like a linear single player. It's weird to think of Minecraft to me as a survival game. I think of it just as a sandbox now for what it is. It has a survival mode. It does have a survival mode. I, mean, I know that's how it started. I don't think Minecraft's probably the best example. Like I know, Sean, you got pretty into Ark, right? Ark yeah. might be one a little similar, more similar to that, right? Uh, it's back, baby. It's back. So that's what Sean's <laughs> been playing, I'm guessing. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, I started Ark. It's their fifth anniversary. For anyone that doesn't know what Ark is, it is my most played game on Steam. It's not a perfect game by any means, but it's all about dinosaurs and dinosaur taming. I would describe it as like Pokemon combined with uh, like a building, some kind of building game and like survival game. So like, I think Casey would really like it uh-huh. because... The progression system in it, I've always felt, is really good. So, like, you start off and you're, like, I, you're just, like, a naked dude on the beach trying to survive. And then, eventually, you build, like, a little thatch hut trying to survive. And then a T-Rex comes and eats you. And then a raptor comes and eats you. And then, eventually, you tame that raptor. And then it gets eaten by a T-Rex. And you get eaten by the T-Rex. And your house gets destroyed. And then you, but you keep building, and build. <laughs> eventually you tame a raptor, and the next thing you know, you tame the T Rex, and like over time, you level up and stuff like that. And anyways, I always come back to Ark, and they put out a new map and stuff. So we made a new me and my um, Twitch followers and some of our friends made. Uh, we have a new server that we're playing on, and it's free on the Epic Store right now, right? Till it is. till when? Uh, I the eighteenth. I downloaded the Epic Launcher and made an account because I wanted to get this game for free. Yeah. And try it sometimes because I am done with WoW on that note. But Ark sounds good. And my recommendation is there's a there's a bunch of DLC that you can buy too. Um, but you don't have you don't need those. There's so much. The another reason why I love this game is there's so many mods for it. The modding community is like crazy good. So you can like download entire new maps and creatures and customize it however you want. Like I saw someone today that was they modded and made like. An Incan fat, like you can role play as Incans or Romans or like Japanese, even though it has nothing to do with that. Someone modded that and made that in the game, so it's cool. It's it's huge though. Unpacked once you download it, it's like a hundred and some odd Whoa. gigs. It's huge. So like when you die in that game, do you respawn in the same area with all the stuff still stagnant, or do you have to completely restart every time? You there's a hardcore mode where your character gets okay. wiped and everything goes away. In the Dang. regular mode, you die and all your stuff stays on your body, and you have like fifteen twenty minutes or something to get back to it. Um, you keep all your levels though, so all mm. your levels and all the like abilities and stuff you've <laughs> unlocked, you keep in a non-hardcore mode. Um, yeah, and your house and everything stays there until it gets destroyed. But yeah, otherwise, when you die, you get a spawn, you get, like, regions. Unless you make a bed, and then you make a bed, you can spawn oh, in your cool. bed. Yeah, so there's a good progression of it. But then if your bed gets destroyed... <laughs> yeah, if your bed gets destroyed, then you can't spawn That's there. The same in real and life. And you can only spawn there every five minutes. So if one of your tribe mates, like, say, me and my buddy Chad have been playing together, if he dies and he uses the bed, I have to wait five minutes to use the bed. Otherwise, I have to spawn at one of those semi-random, like, regions are there bunk beds for this problem to be solved <laughs> there are bunk beds okay okay there are so then he just the top bunk you call bottom you're good yep <laughs> okay yeah so i've i've loved arc i've been playing it since it came out five years ago and i played it when it was in early access before that and it, i leave and come back and they add new dinosaurs and stuff all the time it sounds almost like a bethesda community type thing we're like okay we're gonna yes. put out this fallout game that's okay and then they're gonna trust the 
community to make it better with mods. Yeah, in a way, because they 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 derp around and add stuff, but the mods and things really like kind of fix the things that they don't. <laughs> Just like Bethesda. <laughs> Just like Bethesda. This might be a dumb question. Is it both PC and console? It's on, yeah, it's on, like, everything now. I think it's even on the Switch. It's even on the Switch. Oh, I am loving this episode (laughs) right now. (laughs) I think it's even, there's a mobile version, too. Like, they made it available, like, everywhere. Yeah, Pick pick Arc, which is, like, a pixelated version of Arc. Yeah, Pick's Arc is different, but made by the same. It's, like, a more kid-friendly version of Arc, right? Would that be safe to say? Yeah, it's kind of, like, it looks kind of, like, Minecraft-y. But yeah, it's on everything. I think it was even on the Game Pass yeah. for a while. Yes, I know. I was talking to a student about it today, and he's like, I played that. I was telling him it's free on the Epic Store. He's like, I saw it on Xbox, and it was so buggy on the Xbox. I'm like, yeah, you need to probably play it on PC <laughs> if you're going to play it. Yeah, I wouldn't play on any official, because they have official servers. Yeah. I wouldn't play on any of those, because they're just so people have been playing on them for so long. But single player is fun by itself, or you, you can... If you do get like a little private, or you find a private server or something, you can uh, you and your friends can play on there because it's fun playing with friends. It's not fun playing with you know jerks right. that like come destroy your stuff. It is available on all platforms: PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo, yeah. Android, Microsoft Windows, Linux, Mac, even the Switch, even the Switch and the Mac. <laughs> the Switch, <laughs> all right? Even the Switch. How would you fit it on the Switch if it's so big, though? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, you could be like me and have a 500 gigabyte SD card in your Switch. <laughs> no, I'm, I, I haven't grown up yet. I'm just going to keep using <laughs> the 32 bit. The little 32 yeah, bit. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So uh, I am playing or finished a game this week, and it's one of Megan's favorite games, which is probably why I wanted to finish it. I finished Life is Strange 2 this week so one down for the backlog challenge Uh, thank you (laughs) have you still not beaten forza yet i want to know that um i it's just it's just homework (laughs) i just need to go in there and beat beat forza like saving it it. it's gotta happen yeah yeah i'm gonna keep it as a tie break like i'm not quite there yet i'm gonna see where casey lands and then if i need to pull out a trump card boom you'll never know where i am sir (laughs) you're never gonna know but life is strange too did yeah. it end with some crazy twists or anything? Because I played, again, I played the first one and the spinoff of the first one, but I didn't play two. And can you have, no. well, before we even talk about it, could the way each of you play it have a different ending? Isn't there multiple endings to these games? Yeah, Megan was telling me about this. Isn't there like 16 or yeah, so? I think Megan? there's Is that what you said? 17, but yes, I think you can have <laughs> many different options of your ending. So yeah, I'm, I'm really curious as to what yours was, Shell. Well, my... Mine was quote unquote the good ending, but after doing a Google search, there are no good endings. Yeah. Like, every <laughs> ending is bad. Like there is no good so happy ending. So why don't yeah. we, it, Megan? I would like to hear his ending. <laughs> and I'd like to hear your ending. So we're gonna let people know there's gonna be a little bit of spoilers on this. If you're interested in Life is Strange too, we'll tell you maybe to move past in a couple minutes. Check in like every five minutes, then we'll try to move past it. But so what was your ending, Shelby? So the whole story sets up like these kids are trying to get to Mexico. Like that is that is the game plan through five episodes. Get to Mexico. So in the last scene of the last episode. <laughs> as you do as a kid. Right. You know, because bad stuff happens. So they're like, what do we do? Where we go to Mexico. Happens. Which Got is it. a horrible plan. <laughs> We're going to Tijuana. <laughs> and it only dawns on them like 75% of the way through episode five. Like, wait, this is a really bad idea. <laughs> Um, anyway, so you get to the last scene, and it's like the cops are in front of the border. Border. Your brother has superpowers, and you can either choose to go through the border 
and escape to Mexico or surrender and Why just you give yourselves up to the police. Is that the right thing to do, Shelby? So we know what Shelby did. I definitely surrendered. Yes, I surrendered. What are they going to do in Mexico? (laughs) You can tell he's a parent. He's a parent like this. But I mean, like, they set it up in episode five where it's like there are individuals trying to break into the United States, jump the border, they get detained, and you are basically in a detainment cell with Mm. them. And they're like, you don't want to go to Mexico. There's prov- there's poverty. There's You're gonna be gangs. working for the cartel. You don't want to be in Mexico. Exactly. Like you right. don't want to go. So I'm like, that's a really good point. So when the moment came, I'm like, heck no, we're gonna stay in the states. You know, pay the piper for your crimes and move on. <laughs> Could you run away from the cops but stay in America? No, no, that's you so cannot. Funny. No. <laughs> so what happens? Okay, what happens after you surrender? Um, the big brother gets thrown in jail for 15 years. That's the bad ending. <laughs> See, gets, this is why you don't surrender. Get thrown in jail for 15 Didn't he have superpowers? No, the younger yeah. brother no, the younger one yeah. So the younger brother is too young, so he just goes to you know a foster home or whatever and lives out his existence, goes back to live with the grandparents, and then 15 years later they show pictures of the older brother getting... Uh, he had to jail. serve the full 15? He didn't get any good... T- oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Dang, dude. Well, I mean, maybe he did. I mean, they just use pictures <laughs> on a wall to kind of tell the narrative. It's not like they put you in front of the judge and you'll get 15 years. Uh, you know, it's yeah, nothing like yeah. that. But make it so you obviously didn't have the same ending as that. No, man, not at all. I definitely I definitely charged through. You went you, through the border? Yeah, went through the border, man. We And it's really great. You basically start a new life um, with the two brothers in Mexico. And they show you kind of them growing as you know they're kind of young adults so they're going into their adulthood and yeah living in mexico together that sounds like the good ending shelby <laughs> i think i got the good ending <laughs> that does sound like the good ending i'm not gonna lie i read halfway through the document and be like oh no i'm not gonna read through all these endings and then i stopped so okay but the one that i read where they were both in mexico they got tied into like a cartel of some kind did that happen in yours or mine not? no they didn't they just they had some people like kind of giving them trouble but they stuck up for each other and and that was they it became there was no the cartel, cartel. Stuff, so. was, did they end did they end on a beach drinking beers? Was yes. That part of the ending. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I it did sounds like your ending. sister actually got the good ending. <laughs> she yeah. got the brotherhood <laughs> ending, is what they were calling that uh, on the internet. But yeah. I, you know, I kind of went TLDR on the article and was like, "Nope, we're done. This game <laughs> over." I mean, that's the fascinating thing about that game is that there's, it's you know, it's all based on your every yeah. micro decision you make and and how you really approach the game, what the ending will be. That's, so yeah. Go ahead. I was gonna say that's the thing that like killed me at the end of every chapter where it like tells you all the choices you versus everyone else makes and you're like, oh, mm-hmm. did I pick? One yeah, it does that. Right there? Yeah, so at the end yeah. of every chapter, it tells you like the percentage of people that voted what you did or voted one way or another and stuff. And so then you're like, oh, did I make a bad choice sometimes? Or right. like, I can't believe that <laughs> many people chose to kill da 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 or something, you know. Well, yeah. so I only have one friend on my friend list who's played it, and it's Megan. So as soon as I go through, it would show like 100%. And I'd text her and be like, really? You did this in the game? Like, she was like, you didn't? What? Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Yeah. This game definitely has weight, though, guys. It like, does. it has a lot of weight. And, like, the physicality, like, when you have one character punch another, it feels a lot more weighty than anything I've played mm-hmm. in, a wh- in a while. Like, you play GTA Five or whatever, and people are running through, like, punching each other in the face. You're like, yeah, whatever, it's part yeah. of the gameplay. Yeah. But here, it's like, someone gets hit, you're like, oh, shoot, 
that dude just got caught <laughs> yeah. by yeah. my choice. <laughs> it's, it's all my fault. It's all my fault. Yeah. Um, I was also pretty impressed with the way they tackled um, racism. The main characters are both um, second generation Americans. Their father is from Mexico originally. Mm-hmm. And um, they're basically dealing with racists throughout the entire game. And um, not just like subtle racism, like bad people racism. And it's just really frustrating to watch them run into bigots and just be treated like Garbo. Yeah. Like, it's really disheartening. And like Weird game to play at the current climate of the world, too. I yeah. bet. Very... Perfect game to play. Yeah, perfect. And not weird, but it's uh, eerie, I'm sure, a bit, too. Yeah, and I've been giving it a lot of thought. I've never had to come up to somebody that is so, like, stuck in their ways. That they just come out racist for no reason and just start throwing insults and i would hope uh, that people... in public yeah i've never experienced yeah, that either it, it was just baffling to me and it was kind of eye-opening um but the way they set it up is it's like very like like i said there's three different occasions in which it happens and in the beginning it's kind of not subtle but it's a little tamed down and as you get through the mm-hmm. different episodes it gets more and more extreme to where like the last episode you are basically trying to cross the border and like these vigilante racists gun you down on your way walking to the Mexican border as you're about to leave like full on shoot you down you're like whoa this is some heavy content so Did that happened in Mega's good Megan's good uh <laughs> she's yeah. like i yeah. just gotta saunter right through Did you have to deal with this problem megan and your <laughs> good choices yeah i mean it's interesting because there's definitely a layer of you know morality check when you're going through it like shelly mentioned you're you know dealing with these heavy issues that you know we don't really have to experience in real life and then when you're playing this game it's like you kind of get to experience it firsthand which is which is so interesting and not something you really have the opportunity to do. Mm. So, yeah, I would agree. Definitely a heavy-weighted game. Yeah, but I think like this is the only medium in which something like this could be executed to the mm-hmm. to the extent that it was, in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. You know, a two-hour movie, you can try to capture what's going on, but when you're in like this long five-episode um, saga, like you really fall in love with these characters, and you see like each action you take is vindicated or justified in your mind in some way. So when you run into these barriers, it's very frustrating, and it affected mm-hmm. me unlike I thought it would. And I thought it was hmm. very well done. Yeah, like it immerses overall. you because it is so long and stuff versus a movie, and you you are the one that get to respond to people or stuff like that. You know, it immerses right. you even more. Yeah. It's kind of like for anyone that played um, Walking Dead, you know, the first Walking Dead when that came out and with Clementine ever. Yeah. And everyone was so protective of Clementine because she's this little girl and you're like this, this basically like father figure to her and every like everyone was so attached to Clementine because, you know, you basically become her dad for the games and you're picking and you're trying to protect. Do you protect her from seeing violence or do you like let her see it or stuff like that? Let her see it because that's the world of the Walking Dead. That's Square Enix for you, though. They they can surprise you, and it's interesting too. What studio do you know? Like, if this was is was was this made out of Tokyo? Was this one of their Tokyo studios, or you think uh, it was Canadian? This is Don't Nod, I believe. Don't Nod, don't yeah. Nod. yeah, Don't Nod. The funny thing about it is, like, it hit, can hit you so deep, but like the writing can be so cheesy and corny. Like we talked about before yeah. about how mm-hmm. uh, I think when Shelby first started it, like yeah. we talked about how it feels like adults trying to write for teenagers and then it gets translated to like english or something and so it's like this super cheesy whatever but it's still like endearing 
Yeah, it's no, weird. I felt that too. It's it's funny you mentioned that because when Shelby started playing the game, you know, his his initial feedback was definitely like, "This is sad. This is such a sad game." <laughs> I actually said that. I was like, "This is life is sad yeah. game." I was like, "Just give it a chance. Just give it a chance." But yeah, I definitely think a lot of it is really tongue in cheek. I kind of look past that, and you know, I'm definitely a newer gamer, so I think that's why I was. You know, it's fun to kind of be led through the story and look, yeah. I kind of looked over the cheesiness of it, but. And I think there. my biggest, my biggest issue with those scenes is that it's, um, it's not what I would say, you know what I mean? Like you have option B mm-hmm. or A or B and yeah. I would choose option C or I would come up and say something differently. So I think that's mm-hmm. a little frustrating at times, mm-hmm. but even with like the cheesiness and the over top and the over, over the topness of some of the dialogue. I also found myself like having these conversations with individuals and then the way they do it is like they'll either have internal dialogue or they'll have somebody talking to the character and they'll just kind of go on a big, um, not rant. What's the word I'm looking for? Monologue. Ramble. Yeah. Big monologue. Monologue. Thank you. They'll go on a big monologue and you'll listen to it. And as they go through the monologue, they'll bring in the music behind it and then they start cutting to different scenes in the location you're at. And then as they're cutting to those different scenes, they'll actually drop the monologue when it ends. Mm. And before you know it, you've been sitting there like processing what just happened and they're just playing music and it's cutting to different scenes in the location. And then you hit the stick and it's like, do you want to get up? So it's, it's like powerful in a sense because you don't even realize that you're getting into it as much as you are. Yeah, I do recommend you go back and play the other ones too because they're all similar. Story's different, but they're all similar. I was just, the first one is also pretty intense. They tackle some t- tough subjects like death and um, just, yeah, a lot of different interesting issues. So. How does the, the middle story, the one about the drunk dad, the captain, uh, what's the name of it? Captain Spirit. Captain Spirit. It's good. It's good. It's better if you play it after. Yeah. But it connects the, the second one, one too, right? Yeah. It, what's the what, what's the call? What's the mm-hmm. connection to between the two? Yeah, well, I guess that's another spoiler. But um, they end up the boy's neighbor is the grandparents of the two boys that you're playing, uh. so they're in the same neighborhood, and you kind of have interactions between the two. That's right, Shelby. Right? I know it's more. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's um the I want to yeah. say it's the second episode where you're with the grandparents, and um, you basically get to know that neighbor kid pretty well. Um, mm-hmm. You don't get the backstory that you do and the connecting pieces, but that character basically goes on to interact with your characters throughout the story. So you'll get like a letter from them in episode three, four, and five, just kind of checking in and seeing how everybody's doing. So it's interesting. It did feel like, I, I think I said this last time, it felt like I was missing something, but it didn't feel like it took away from the story at all. Mm-hmm. Megan, did you play that? Yeah, I did. I did play that. Um. I think another connection between the two was the superpowers because when you're playing with, I forget his name, um, but the kid in the, the um, what was it called? Captain Spirit. Um, yeah. He's, you know, he's dealing with a drunk dad and he wants to have superpowers and you're kind of going through the episode and he's trying to kind of create these superpowers and I don't think he ever really does. And so I think the connection comes from that to when he meets the other boys and the little boy does have superpowers and they have that connection. But yeah, that done, that one was definitely more about the, you know, drunken parent that was, you know, 
not around and the kid kind of fending for himself. So yeah, overall it was, it was fabulous. Like I was blown away. I, I really did not know if I was going to like it following episode one. And as I got through those next couple of episodes, it just continued to build and get more and more interesting. Um, I'll say that it feels like the beginning and the end, or maybe the weaker episodes in my mind, um, that overall thrust and having a big, um, event happen in each one of those episodes and be like oh shoot how are we going to react to this was probably some of the most intriguing moments to me during the game like when you feel like you're comfortable that's when they put everything off the rails and it's like okay you're moving to a new location which i thought was a good formula so so would you recommend it after all that (laughs) i would I would. We can, they can't see that you're du- you gave you gave two thumbs up. Yes, yes. I that was great for a podcast. Way, way up. <laughs> Megan, what do you think? Would you recommend? A hundred percent. I'm a cult follower. I, I when they when those episodes came out, I binged them and played them all. Had to get through it. So I, I do love you know, it. Megan? Are they working on another episode or more? I'm sure they are. I don't know actually. I know they had some changes. I think in their developer from episode one to episode two, it wasn't don't not it was someone else for the first so i know people had a ton of concerns they were worried the artwork was going to change between the two um mm-hmm. which I didn't, it did but not like too much it was fine there's been some leaks for life is strange 3 really that have been going around. yeah so they're possible so they're working on it. yeah amazing i also know that there's dlc as well um yeah arcadia bay patches um, is the name of the DLC. Oh, yeah. Did you play that, Megs? So that's just, in the game, you can collect different patches oh. and you take photos. I didn't really get into that part of it too much. Um, I think those are like pre-purchase kind of yeah. bonus things, if I remember right. Yeah. yeah. How long was the game? Oof. Good question. I don't know. Maybe like five hours? Are they an hour each? Hour each, maybe? Episodes? So it's a pretty so short hours? game? Yeah. Okay. It feels like it's longer than that. That's okay. Um, I'm not like, no, I'm just curious for people listening. Life is Strange 2. Main story is about 16 hours. Oh, okay. Hours. I was way off. Yeah. So what, two, three hours in that? It's one of those oh, things you're like, oh, it's only been five minutes. It's yeah. one in the morning. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Where did my yeah. entire day go? Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah, just kind of a, a small pain point, too. Like, they have achievements tied to the different souvenirs. And I found myself being like thrust into the next scene before I could find my souvenir. And yeah. I was like, ah, I won it. I did oh, yeah. it. Yeah. And I'm just not going to go back and get them. I'm just not going to do you, it. Yeah, unless you're a person that wants to replay it a bunch. I feel like most people aren't going to. Right. If you're a 100% completionist, you're going to have a time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah so my gamer brain was a little upset. But um, speaking of gamer brains, Casey, how's your gamer brain this week? Uh, well, I've just been working on Hollow Knight, as that was what was chosen for me to play, because I lost last month. And mm-hmm. I am so pleasantly surprised by that game. Like I talked about, the art style is really unique in that it's very Tim Burton. It's very Nightmare Before Christmas-y. It's black and white. And there's colors in the background. The music's very ominous. It picks up at high moments. But if you love Metroid, I've heard Axiom Verge is great, which is also on my backlog. Super Metroid was a great game during its time. This feels like the proper evolution to a Metroid game, just in its feel and its Mm -hmm. movement. Um, the parts that drive me nuts are some of the movement issues where it's kind of like a Celeste game and you have to figure out like, oh, if I hit my sword down. So today, um, to tell you where I'm at in it, I've gotten to the point where you got the spirit sword and if you hit, uh, certain statues, you can fight their warrior ghosts, but you met these, there's the three helmets have appeared on my map. So I see these three white masks and I see the dark mask. 
And I gotten a lot of the abilities. I got the ability that allows me to fly continuously as long as I don't run into something. And so I went back to this green zone where there's a bunch of thorns. And I spent an hour today trying to time jumping over the thorns. Having <laughs> there's these giant bugs because if you didn't know Hollow Knight, you're a little bug, and they call you like yeah. little ghost is what they call you. I don't know what his actual name is. They just call him little ghost. And the reason I wanted to go in that. Thorns, I, I had a feeling there was like, there's got to be an ability or another notch there, right? And notches are how you equip badges, and badges give you perks. And what I got was the super strike, so I could charge it. So I can hold my sword slash and do a big slash. And what I really like about this game is, why it is a Metroidvania, it has the Mega Man feel that I love, where like you're bouncing off walls like you do in Mega Man, you can hold your attacks mm-hmm. like you do in Mega Man. And the traversing back through the map is maybe... It, you want it is frustrating when you have to go back because that you can only save at benches so I die and I have to go get my my soul back because that's the most frustrating thing. So yeah. like when you have a soul it's got that Dark Souls kind of yeah feel too. Well yeah when you have a soul with two thousand geo which is the money on there and if you die you're not going to get that two thousand geo back this time, right? <laughs> you have that window so you have to get back to this perfect spot and then your your shadow fights you back. So you could get totally clustered in a fight, and the shadow knocks you into a spike. That uh, the spike kills you, they get you there, and then you're dead, right? And then you lose the two. I lost two thousand geo today, if you couldn't tell. Uh, uh, it was so infuriating. But instead of quitting, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do one more just to keep going because I enjoy the process of the game. The story's interesting. So something happened to the nest, to the kingdom. Uh, when you talk to one of the ghosts, you found that the king, he stepped up to the king, he pulled a sword on the king, and he was killed for it, but he said he was foolish for it. You don't really know what happened to most of Hall Nest. Uh, you're, you're, you're picking up the pieces as you go. And what I found is interesting, and I thought the spirit sword was a weapon, and so when you start hitting mobs or people with it, you can find out their true intentions or feelings. Oh, their spirit. So it has like a little, yeah, it has a little dialogue of, Oh, this is how I feel. Like, if you hit the map maker with it, it doesn't do damage. It just shows his true personality. He's like, man, I love making maps. I wish my wife would be down here with me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right? Yeah. And he's you're like, all right, little bug. Um, and, like, I hit... Yeah, because they're all, like, different bugs, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. Oh, the best boss like fight all the was the dung beetle. The dung defender. Oh, right. I didn't remember that one. So he, he comes out of this giant pile of poop. If you're not familiar with the dung beetle, they roll balls of crap. And they use it. And he throws it at you. And he has this, like... Ha 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 ha! He's laughing like that the whole time, like an over super cheesy superhero. So you beat him, and he leaves this badge, which basically makes you a stink bug. And when you walk around, it leaves you with like a giant fart cloud behind you. <laughs> and there's this other badge that I have where if you charge health and you let go of the health, it shoots out spores, right? Mm-hmm. And I put those two badges on, and it made my spores turn into fart, a giant fart cloud that does double the damage. <laughs> And that actually ended up helping me because there's mantises. So they, the story the story's layered. So th- everyone talks about, when I looked at it online, the ma- fighting the mantis lords is considered one of the harder fights. You fight the two mantises. Did you do that, Shelby? Did you fight the two mantises? I'm not sure. I'd have to look it up. I feel like I remember fighting them, but I don't remember beating them. So, yeah, the two mantises come down. You fight the one and the other, yeah. right? And so you beat them both. And what helped me was my giant fart cloud because they always have to walk through it. When I would heal, I would time that. And it just <laughs> does continuous damage. And when they beat, when you beat them, they jump back and they bow. And when you get like a perk, like oh, it gets the ability. What comes up right then? It says respect. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I'm respected. And the mantis quit fighting you, so you can walk past all the mantis mobs. They don't attack you anymore. Oh, they just bow oh, to you. All of them. That's cool. Yeah, all of them. So that whole area of the fungus place, you can just kind of explore fle- freely, and any mantis will leave you alone. 
So that was cool. So respect was earned. Yeah, I remember raging at that yeah. fight. Oh, it's super hard because there's the two spikes on the side. But it, it, that game's about mm-hmm. timing too. And I love a game that I can just bash my head against and be like, I'm going to beat this. I'm going to beat this. <laughs> and uh, Takes a special person. Oh, yeah. I'm like 17 hours in. And uh, I think there's like a whole corner of the map I haven't explored yet that I need to get into because I've just been going back like, well, let me go back now because I have this ability, this area to this area. The other thing that's really weird about it is the little larvas you find yeah, in the jars. So you go back to the area where that guy is and they give you, I guess, like I went there and I would just leave. Now, one time I went in there and I started jumping around and then they just started giving me money and gifts for everyone. I'm like, oh, so there's like a turn in for every amount. So that's cool. And um, I, the, my biggest critique of that game is I wish there was more benches. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Save spots. Yeah, because yeah, they're just sometimes they're so spaced out. But this game, like you said, I guess is Dark Souls-esque in that it punishes you. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? It punishes you for bad play. And it's a lot about timing. There's a lot of timing to it, like with the sword hits, because you can't just like spam. Ran, can't can't spam slash. You have to. You get three slashes, and it has to be timed, right? Mm-hmm. And if you want a hard Metroid game, I would highly, highly recommend this. I'm very excited to keep going. I want to know what the deal is with the three masks, so hopefully, I'll beat that in this next week. It's the one game I'm playing. Like, I, I have a bunch of others to pick up when I'm done. How long to beat? Says the main story is about 25 hours, but main plus extra is 37. So depending on how much you like doing the side, stuff, I'm gonna do the main just for the backlog yeah. challenge. But it's something I would look back, going back to in the future. And yeah. I know I was playing WoW a while ago, and I've got to say, I'm definitely never playing WoW again. <laughs> <laughs> Leveling gets real slow. Yeah. You're only in your teens, and you're still slow. Oh, it's so stupid. I was like, nope, I remember now. <laughs> yeah. I liked having a life. Like, there's other ga- I The whole time I was playing, like, I could be playing Hollow Knight. I could be playing Hollow Knight. Like, that's what I was thinking about. There's, the leveling experience is not... I've done it. I've been there. It was fun. But I'd yeah. rather play other video games. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, what do you think of the art style in this game? Because I know you were kind of like not blown away last week. Has that um, changed? Oh yeah, you no, know, it's it's cool. I I love the hand drawn. It's all, all the sprite work is beautiful. Uh, as you go into new zones, there's more. So when I got to like the city of tears, they bring in like blue and black. So the thing about it is, it's not overly bright. Like each background maybe has like four colors into it. So like the green zones, green, blue, and a little bits of red, right, and some black. The tier city drop is just dark blue, another shade of like cerulean, and then black. It's to set that, and it's always raining. The fungus place is purple and yellow and brown, right? Because that's where you're in the you fight the dung defender. Um, so they it the the lack of color is intentional. Everything in that game is very intentional. They did they did a really great job with it. The art style is great, and it's it's a it's a really great game. I. I'm probably, when we do a rating for it, I would give it two thumbs up that people can't see. <laughs> and I highly recommend. It's a good game. So if you, but it, you will be frustrated. So if you can, if you quit games easy because they get hard, I would say pass. But if you're willing to try something that's going to push you as a gamer, do it. Yeah. Speaking of games that are hard as all get out, you and I streamed a little bit this week, Casey. Yes, we did. Yeah. We did. Yeah. We played a little Cuphead. We did, and I talked a lot of trash, but Shelby helped me beat a level, and that was so much fun, the stream. I was I told my wife I'd be home at 9, and it was 9 o'clock, and I was like, oh, man. And so yeah. we can, my wife came to agreement that I could do that with Shelby once a month. I was like, yes. And she was just like, just come home, and I was like, okay. 
Um, what uh so what bosses did you guys beat because i saw you fight the genie i saw you fight the dragon yes we got really close to beating the genie i think if we had like played for 20 more minutes we would have gotten the genie we beat the dragon we, beat the we dragon. had yeah. we had issues with the controller like i said i had the drift uh yeah, you guys kept blaming on the controller <laughs> dude the drift is real <laughs> um, oh yeah the controller's broken no that game is really hard turns out the game yeah. is very yeah. difficult and when you have a busted controller it's really hard like i can't play <laughs> you keep throwing the controller no under the it's bus. the real thing because i was playing uh hollow knight today with it undocked and when you hit a you jump on a ledge and then you move right and fall on a, a, a pit of spikes when you're not holding anything it's pretty infuriating at times <laughs> Maybe so you have telekinesis like video game telekinesis sean i have telekinesis <laughs> i'd be throwing you against the wall right now <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. but uh uh yeah it was a good time and the thanks for anyone who watched we appreciated it yeah yeah you can check us out at underpowered tv on twitch but the thing about um the thing about cuphead is i never realized how difficult it was with two people so when i played for it single player like it seemed like all right like okay i can control the map and i know where i'm at as soon as you get a second person in there distracting you it became a lot more difficult for me well, that, and we're talking a bunch, you know, we can't just sit there in silence and focus on the game, you know. And then Megan brought up the point, I believe, like, excuses. If, if it was time-based. Like, if we had just sat there and dodged it, you know, could we, mm. have, pa- could we have pacifist our way to the end? But the I'm game still does... curious about that. that it's, it doesn't work that way, right? No, it doesn't. Okay. Really. It, it yeah. could, it'd been done. Like, I would have Googled that, and that would yeah. be the way to go. Um, <laughs> no, because I pulled out the lobber, and the lobber's high damage, and then we were clearing yeah. that first stage very quickly. See, That's right. Yeah. Right now, I played the one of the shooter run and gun them stages on my own. I beat one today, just so mm-hmm. next time we play it, we can have more perks for both characters. Nice. Uh, I need you to get a new pro remote, though. <laughs> But next time you stream, you got to play a game for Shelby's back. Sure, we could do that. He didn't have any two-player games. Forza! Oh, yeah, we can do the last five hours of Forza. I'll do that with you. All single-player games. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. We can knock that out. So that's that's a good game. It's I think we should keep playing Cuphead at some point. It's definitely interesting to watch you guys kind of try to communicate. Okay. It is. It's like fun to watch. It's, it seems very hard, and like it reminds me of sports. You know, when you're playing soccer, trying to like talk to each other, it's so so much like that. But it, it seems very difficult. Right. So. And Shelby's a good teammate yeah. too. Like we got really good at uh, saving each other at the end. That's why there's a clip of us where Shelby's <laughs> really confident that we have this in the bag. <laughs> and he saves yeah. me, and then we both get hit by the fireball. And that's the thing about Cuphead, yeah. is that damn line, yeah, dude. Yeah, the progress bar, yeah. That line gets me every time where it shows you how close you are. And when your nose touches that in line, like, if you just played two more yeah. shots, you would have yeah. won, dude. Yeah. Uh, no, it's it taunts really you so good. much. You described it as it's the perfect uh, one more go, one more oh, yeah. time. Yeah. One more time, one more time. Okay, just one yes. more. Yes, yeah, that uh-huh. game one gets more. my one more time award, where one more time turns into a thousand more times. <laughs> yeah, I, I that, that game is just so beautiful to watch, too. I could just yeah. sit there and watch it and repeat. It's good stuff. It's a great game. There's supposed to be a DLC for it coming, where yeah. you have the, there's a female cup. Nice. Yes, please. I am in. Yeah. Will that make it yeah. three-player? No. I, that'd be cool. Um, I would love a four-player version of Cuphead, actually. That'd be intense. Be chaos, yeah. But fun. <laughs> Yeah. Well, have you? I, I'm trying to think of other four play. Like Overcooked would be one too. That would. Four, don't four. you even bring that up in here? <laughs> um, no, Overcooked would be a fun one to stream too. Dude, that'd be fun. We could everybody out at the studio get mm-hmm. some game on. I like mm-hmm. it. Ha- I like have it. you guys played the totally reliable delivery service game? That's the one where you're mm-hmm. like delivery team, right? No. Like your delivery drivers, mm-hmm. like a moving company. Yeah, it, it reminds me of uh, Overcooked, but it it's a lot. 
harder. I mean, I just started it, but it's definitely online multiplayer. I tried to get on and play it, and some teenage boys started attacking me, and so I got off. But I'd love to try that one with you. Guys. Verbally or physically or in the no, game? No, they. You know, it was really odd. They like added me to their party and then just started talking, and I was so nervous that I just <laughs> decided to leave. Is, do people do that? Is that normal? They just. I don't know. I gotta. Maybe. I have a lot to learn. The internet's a scary place, <laughs> and people are not nice on the internet sometimes. Especially teenage boys. All right. Especially well, teenage boys. And, yeah, and I feel like sometimes it's like elementary school kids where, like, if they like you, they'll be mean <laughs> yeah. to you or yeah. something like that. You know? Boys yeah. who never talk to a woman and they're like, oh, my God, <laughs> let's make fun of her. <laughs> yeah. Right? But, yeah, Overcooked is, is okay. a fun game. That'd be fun to play yeah. with a few yeah. people for sure. I think maybe we should move into news on that note. Let's do it. Um, you want me to start? I guess I could start. Sure, that. why don't you take the first so, one? So, this one hits close home for me. If you don't know by listening to me, I have ADHD. And I've had it my whole life. And I can tell just by your voice. You can tell just by my voice and my <laughs> extreme focus on this podcast. Uh, a company <laughs> called Endeavor RX has finally gotten FDA approval of a iPad and iPhone game for kids that are between the ages 8 and 12 to help them with ADHD. And this is setting up a possible future where we see more games for future medicine. Um, the Verge ran this article, and this study for this game underwent seven years of clinical trial that studied over 600 kids to figure out if the game could actually make a difference. And the, the F- graphics are probably terrible now. Sorry, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I yeah. just had to make it. Not, it doesn't look great. No, you're right. It's not, it, it's not a game that's going to blow you up. Seven-year-old your graphics. Rocker. Yeah, but it's a game they're, that... They're going to remaster it for new consoles. Don't worry <laughs> they about could. it. Yes, they definitely could. Um, but the company is making moves. Like This isn't the first time uh, we've heard video games, too. The Verge went on to talk about that there's burn victims who use virtual reality to ease pain. Mm-hmm. So we're going to see more VR and use of games, I think, to help people with... Um, there's a term uh, my wife used in a book she just read... Uh, Oh, I can't think of it. it Dang it! Phobias, like people that have phobias of like certain creatures or stuff like that. Like if you go in VR and like go pet a VR snake or something or spiders, maybe you'll help you. I'm sure that's yes. And I I think this is going to just help people in general with any type of uh, I don't want to say mental illness. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, with any type of struggle that they go through on the day to day mentally, right? And I'd be curious to see if they can do anything for people with anxiety. Uh, I think this is a good step. I know for me as a kid, AD, uh, video games have always kind of been an escape for me with ADHD. My wife is always curious why I have to have something in my hand or I'm always looking at something. But she knows I'm listening. She's kind of getting to that point. Sometimes she, I, she knows I'm not too. But she knows for the most part that I am listening. And it's just it's been a coping mechanism for me when I'm getting overloaded <laughs> to look at something else because I can get so derailed easily and it's kind of keeping me in do they say at all like what i'm just curious of like what gameplay or how they were able to like get how they able to like get kids to focus or or like what the science is i guess behind it they have not put that out yet but i'm sure there's studies on it this article did not put it out at least but this video Mm -hmm. game it's uh, also possibly uh, they talked about this in 2014 that could be used uh for something with alzheimer's treatment as well so there's more for that for people that are struggling with any type of brain disorder. And mm-hmm. 
I, I think this is great. I would have loved something like this as a kid to help me. Because, like, uh, there's a stigma with medicine and, and being a teacher, I hear a lot, where people don't want to medicate their kids, and that's fine, and there's parents that do. And there's kids that are it's overprescribed to, and there's kids that abuse it, especially when they get to college, and then they use it for other purposes. Um, I've taken my medicine my whole life, and I've had periods where I go on and off it. And you know the book Flowers for Algernon? Did you guys ever have to read that in school? Yes. Shelby, yes, yeah, no. That's with the mouse? It's the mouse. So Algernon is a mentally handicapped man, he or low IQ, and they give him a pill to make him intelligent because he's computer smart and he becomes a super genius. But as he becomes a genius, he starts losing himself and he doesn't feel happy about himself because it's not him. Mm-hmm. And so I've always felt like that or my ADHD medicine that I have to take it because it makes me normal and that's the only way people will accept me. It's a struggle I've had where I go on and off of it. And it's hard at times because you don't want to. In the same sense, I look at someone. If someone's diabetic, they don't feel bad about having to take insulin, right? Yeah. But at the same time, you know, what would I do if this wasn't around, right? How would I cope? What kind of things would I have? So it's been a struggle for me. So this would be a nice outlet to try and see if it yeah. does anything different than the medicine. Always, I'm a fan of more options yeah. for people. Yeah. Like, more options, the better. Just because not everyone's the same you know so for some people this might work really well and then for other people medications more they're saying or both or yeah right yeah biodiversity is very real and what works for one person isn't going to always work for everybody yeah it's great they're raising awareness for it too yeah yes um yeah and you know and you hear every kid has adhd but they don't really get it because now it you know when i was younger it was 80 well some kids have add and some kids have adhd and now it's all labeled under adhd because it's about there's kids that don't show any physical hyperactivity it's hyperactive in the brain and that they're if you think of it like most people maybe have a couple like three thought thoughts going on at once where they're thinking about a couple things and someone with adhd could be thinking about 20 things trying to link like that one thought could go I, I tried to explain it to my wife and she's like is there like voices in your head i'm like no i'm not crazy i but i have about like I'm, if yeah. you think of it like plates spinning <laughs> i have like 25 of them spinning at all times wow. where i'm jumping around in my thought yeah i mean that that's like almost yeah. sounds like a superpower to me yeah. that's pretty cool <laughs> <laughs> you, you do get hyper focus with it they've talked about that where like kid yeah. and you can see it in kids where they get really into something and they become an expert at that and so that's good, and I've, I've used it for good, but I can, it can also get derail me. My students are known to derail me at times. You can use it for yes, evil. Yes, yes, yes. Well. <laughs> uh, but I, it's weird. Like I, I'm pretty sure my mother has it because she was always like that in that we could be in a room full of people, and if someone had red socks on and everyone had, like, their, she would notice the red socks. Like, that would stick out to her. It's just weird observational things. Mm-hmm. It, it makes me a better teacher. Because I'm good at managing all the people in a room. Because I'm, it's it's yeah. taking advantage of. Hey, what are you doing? What are you doing? So kids don't really get much past me if they're struggling in class. I'm on everybody because I'm. You hear that, kids? Try it. Try it. next try. year, next school year. <laughs> try it. See who can get it past. Yeah. I see you back there in the corner, Tommy. Don't you dare pick up that. Pencil. I'm watching you, bro. I know your YouTube channel. I will swarm you. Um, <laughs> that's right. Dislike. Casey's doxing his students. Yeah, this is not that. good, gang. No, so that's Endeavor yes, that RX. Is, the company. is yep. that correct? Okay. In- yep. Endeavor RX. Is that the. That's that the is company. the company who did the. Stu- yes, the, who made the game. And they. Gotcha. Uh, the FDA is. The, and this is the first prescription video game that's been approved. So that's why it's a really big deal. That's crazy. 
Wow. Yeah, but it's available on iPad and iPhone too. So if you're listening there out there out there and you think it's applicable to somebody you love, uh, check it out. It's and now I'm neat. curious, yes. like, what would happen if you didn't if you used it without the prescription? You know, you play that game and you're like, it's gonna mess with your head. Why don't we find out, dude? Oh. <laughs> you can't catch ADHD. I, but then what why is there a prescription? <laughs> What's it gonna do? Okay. okay. All right. So the next story on our list. This is a fun one has to do with the switcheroo. Yeah, of switching your mind up. Tell us about this, Sean. Uh, so I found this story, and it started over on GameIndustry.biz, which they are pretty well known for having good stories. But anyways, this one is about Steam and Valve, and, you know, since I'm a PC gamer, this affects me all, all the time. But anyways, uh, there is a problem sweeping across steam no it's i think it's a very small microcosm but (laughs) there's a bunch of these like smaller cheaper games that are swapping out the actual game like that sounds funny but say like you have a game store and for example they had a game called penguin cretans was the name of it um and it was on steam early access and they put it out and it's like a pirate adventure game and there's penguins and whatever else but midway through game early access they the developers swapped the code and basically uploaded an entirely different game on the same store page so you would download it and think you're getting this penguin pirate game and instead you got a hentai game so what's happening is people are downloading games of that they think or that they've owned for a while that they think is one thing and it turns out it's a completely different game like um when they got called on it this developer that made it's called hfm games they they swapped out the code and people called back called them out and were like hey this game is not at all what i was purchasing and they said the change of name of the game was due to a change of character which was also based on physics this is an early version of the game that is changing during development but as we see people who bought the game do not need any penguins so we're returning the old name and version of the game so like they <laughs> they purposely did it yeah and it's like it's completely different game it's like such a weird <laughs> sun- it's like what is the reason behind this and it's like i don't know and so like steam basically steam responded or valve responded and said uh please keep in mind that this game is an early access game uh that means the name and the content of the game are not a finished product and are subject to change at any given time without notice so they basically like take their hands off it saying like it's not a they they did it and they actually asked um game industry asked a lawyer reached out to a lawyer to find out like is this legal can they do this like does this not invalidate the end user license agreement and this lawyer richard hogue um he says now no one expects a company to simply swap out a game with another game. So what we get into is a discussion outside the letter of the contract. Um, he basically goes on to say, there's no law that stops them from being able to do this. The only close law or things that are behind it is like the promise of good faith and fair dealing. Um, that both sides are trying to honestly state their intentions and that where one side has discretion, it won't use it to completely obliterate the meaning of the contract in the first place. So basically, they're just like, there's no law against them swapping that game out. Though I think you could get into trouble if you were like listing it as like a 
PG game or like a rated, you know, like for kids, mm-hmm. and then you swap it out for like an M game, that would be very. That's illegal. what I was curious about. So, see, see, yeah, that's well. So, was the original game rated the same as the hentai game? And for those of you <laughs> that don't know what hentai is, it is animated pornography in Japan. I didn't know what that was prior to yeah, today. Yeah, Shelby, we had to we had to warp Shelby's young yes. and fragile mind, <laughs> and Megan's, I'm sure too. Unless Megan's being awfully quiet over there. <laughs> I knew what it was. I'll just oh, say no. that. Yeah, it's a... I thought it was just like strong R content. No, it turns out it's X content. Hard X. Yeah, and Steam actually opened their floodgates. Although I want to say like last year or something like that. They made it like they're not. They basically said we're not going to police the games like unless it's like like federal law like breaking stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, then they're like we'll allow it. They have to obviously say that it's explicit or mark it as explicit or things like that. But they're like we're not gonna. They they open the floodgates and let. So there's tons of those like hentai graphic novel games. Yeah, which I hate. I know. If I, I if graphic. I was a parent, if I was a parent, I would be. I would not. I'd this make me want my kids to only use the Epic Store, and to be honest, because they're not gonna see that content there. Yeah, and there, I'm sure there's parental features. Hey, Dad, I'm going to be in my room playing my yeah. penguin game. Okay, <laughs> Imagine that game, right? Just leave me alone right, for You a could while. have a 10-year-old that could have been like, oh, yeah. this penguin game seems really for cool. Sure. And then yeah. w- week later, little Billy becomes Bill. <laughs> like, and, uh, hey, who knows how many <laughs> I games, got some questions. Who knows how many games are flying under the radar or if kids figure this out. You know, teenage kids that are like, hee, 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 look at this. You know, they made it they're making this game is so small under the radar that it takes a while to catch on. Like, I think Steve needs to maybe step up on that and police that a bit. Yeah. Do they not categorize the different games based on explicit They content? They do. But I don't think they filter them. Like, once the game is approved or once it's on the store or whatever, I don't think they go back and, like, recheck. Like, again, the good I faith see. and stuff, yeah. they're assuming. Got it. Um, I'm sure people could go after them. It's it's probably kind of like one of those things where, like, for YouTube or any streaming service or stuff like that, where mm-hmm. as long as the company puts in features to counter it and that they actually do take action when people report it or something like that, mm-hmm. then they're kind of, they're they're doing their best, you know? Kind Yeah. I feel like that publisher should have to get their stuff pulled completely because that's them being, it's dishonest on their end. Apparently their Mm -hmm. storefront is gone now for that. Oh, good. So I I think they did, they do get pulled when they do get Mm -hmm. found. But, you know, it probably, if there are these small, like, dollar games or, you know, cheap games and there's only like a hundred people that maybe even own it, you know, it probably can sit there for a long, months and months without anyone, A, either playing the game or, reporting it poor kids mm-hmm. i just wanted to play my damn penguin game guys <laughs> <laughs> right how mad would you be boy your night took a total different trajectory <laughs> yeah. didn't it yeah. it's like if you if you signed up for a kickstarter and you're like oh this is gonna be like the greatest D game ever <laughs> and then like it comes out and it's just like this hentai board game you get it in the mail D has a whole new meaning <laughs> <laughs> You just shrug like, huh, okay. okay. All right, I guess we're doing this now. Cool, 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 cool. What if it becomes the greatest, like, Life is Strange hentai game of all time, though? You're like, oh, my God, this is such great storytelling. <laughs> oh, no, Square Enix. <laughs> Get on. How the mighty have fallen. You guys are ruining this for me. Don't ruin Don't ruin Life is Strange for me. <laughs> just ruin Life is Strange. Uh, well, what's the one game that came out, the dad one? 
that it's uh dream daddy uh, dream, daddy. dream daddy. daddy megan i think you should try dream daddy i'd be curious to hear your what is that. that that sounds awful <laughs> it's a what is it a dating sim is that what they call those it, it is a dating sim and it's a story driven it game is. it's not overly sexual it's not overly sexual it's just a bunch of like hot like mm-hmm. anime dads basically and there's different ones and you can you you are a dad that moves into this town with your like teenage daughter and you're trying to find a boy like you're trying to pick a boyfriend basically out of all these different dads around town there's like the rich cool dad there's like the like stoner like laid back dad you know there's all you this and sounds you great is this on console <laughs> or is it oh yeah i'm pretty sure Wow. Uh, probably. I'm, I'm pretty uh, sure it is. Uh, it was, it awesome. blew up for a while. And speaking of console, we it. had PlayStation come out and conduct the Future of Gaming event last week on Thursday. And it was about an 85-minute long event where they touched on all the games that will be coming out in the next calendar year or whatever's in their pipeline, basically. Um, I'm just kind of run, run through these lists, run through this list and kind of mention some of the games that were mentioned. Uh, there is Horizon... What is it called? Horizon Forbidden West. That's one game I wish I had a PlayStation for. It looked so cool. It's like Ark is like it's on PC now though. It is now, but it like when I re- when it originally came out. So yeah, I need to play it. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just saying that like it why sounds like Sean's starting done, to yeah he's starting to build a black backlog. Put it on your I backlog. Like <laughs> <laughs> well, I already have one. Uh, I do. Uh, and then they also announced uh, Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales. So, did you follow that at all? Like the big controversy or confusion with that? Yeah, there were people upset that it was a standalone product, correct? Rather than a sequel. No, no, it's not a standalone. It is. Product. That's it no, is. it is a standalone. I thought so it was a DLC. Or it something. went to. It's a DLC. It's a rail shooter. It's this. It's that. It's a standalone. It says in the tweet, "It's a standalone game." That was a big confusion, and people like if any time there needed to be representation in a video game, this is the time to do it. And Miles Morales, like, did you guys see Into the Spider Verse? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Great movie. There, There is a lot of confusion, though, about it, if it was a standalone game or if it was a DLC. And it's the second game in the Marvel Spider-Man universe. So it's a, it's a brand new game. Yeah, and the cool part about that first game is that Miles Morales is a character, character in that first game. And now they're, like, spinning out a whole other adventure with him. And I really like what they did here because it's in the same vein, but they're doing a standalone story about a character that they just cameoed. So they could almost That's do this cool. again with somebody else. You know, they could do maybe... Spider-Gwen. Yeah, Spider-Gwen or something. Venom! Venom! Oh, Venom so, would be so that's cool. pretty dope. Pretty excited about that. Um, Demon Souls is getting a, re- yes. a remaster as well. Yeah, it's like a re... They're like rebuilding it, I think, okay. with the new engine and stuff. Right. Like for the PS5. Right, they also announced... What else do they have here? Godfall was a title they mentioned. I'm not going to mention everything here. You can go look it up on your own. Yeah, that looked pretty good, Godfall huh? looked really cool. MMO style. Um, little Big Planet's getting like its own little RPG, kind of. <laughs> like you can play as the... Yeah. yeah. How about what they kicked the event off with, which was GTA Five? Oh right. Yeah. Right. Like what? <laughs> was it Gran Turismo? Or GTA? yeah, Gran Turismo's in there too. Yeah, like Gran yeah. Turismo's in there. GTA yeah. Five. Oh, we lost Casey. Yeah. So a lot of um, pretty big uh, announcements through their show, and then at the end they revealed the box, 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 box. Yeah. The the glorious beautiful box <laughs> so what did you think 
Oh man, uh, my first reaction, I think a lot of people was like, it looks like a router <laughs> or a modem, you know, for your house. It kind of... Yeah, because have they always had blue? Or back to the PS2, they've had blue. Yeah, didn't... Wasn't it black with PS1. like a blue uh, undertone? Yeah, I think, like, I want to say there was always a blue light with PlayStation. Yeah, it definitely does, yeah. I don't I don't get the blue, like, it, the it, the blue light, like, it just seems yeah. a little overdone. It feels like it looks like a piece of art rather than a box to play video games and it's like um from what i was understanding i it's it's made it looks like from what people that put their hands on it or whatever that it uh it doesn't stand up very well it only it's made it's more made to stand on its side or lay on its side yeah um, i'm sure it does stand up, okay but i yeah. guess it's kind of maybe it's because precarious. of the white i don't know it just seems like it to stands me, the up xbox more looks like, like a compact design. computer whereas like the playstation I don't know. Yeah, it's it so like interesting. Photo. I mean, I have to think about those guys that are designing the consoles, like how hard it must be to reinvent the wheel, you know, uh, every yeah. iteration. But um, yeah, it's just interesting. To think about what they go through. I mean, compared to the Xbox One X, you have a box or a modem <laughs> to choose from. They look like they should go together. Like this is my computer, and this is how I get my. Internet. I think my favorite meme was it standing up, and then they like made it look like Evie from um, Wally. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> epic. I've yeah. seen. I saw one today where someone took the PS2 and the PS3 and put yeah. duct tape together, <laughs> and then they had a magic card on top that said like polymorph. They're like, all right, it's gonna come to me. Oh, I was gonna say they pulled the ultimate troll though. Because everyone was like, "Okay, they're gonna tell us what the price is. They're gonna drop the price, and then the and then the ending comes, yeah. and they didn't drop the price at any point." Well, that was my favorite meme going around. The one where Michael's at the office, where they're having the like the finger shoot off uh, yeah. Dwight and uh, Andy, and they're oh, all standing, yeah, yeah. and it's like uh, waiting to Xbox waiting for PlayStation price, PlayStation waiting for X- <laughs> like it's the labels on there. I was like, "Oh, that's pretty fitting." Uh, But there's been a lot of leaks online that, like, some Amazon online and some uh, stores in Asia were saying, like, $600 to $700. I wouldn't put it past it with because they have that super fancy ssd in there and, and all this technology and they're going to support unreal engine 5 doesn't the xbox beat it though isn't it the xbox think, have all stronger stuff i think the specs are better on the xbox yeah and my my thing with the ps5 in that price i think they're trying to put out false information out there to have people think like oh it's going to be really expensive and then when they drop that it's like 550 People are, oh, that's reasonable. I've also seen rumors that they're going to have a all-digital version, and, and that's yes. like $100 cheaper than like the one the disc version. The one that can take discs will be $100 more or something. I, I would go all-digital. Like Most I talked about would. with my Switch. Well, I'm at the point with my Switch, like I got Pokemon because I love the game and get the physical, but at the same time, I'm so lazy. Yeah. It's like 20 seconds of work to go switch <laughs> the cartridge, even though it's so small, but I'm like, Ugh, why can't I just have this preloaded? Yeah. I feel like... If you buy the game physical, you should get a digital for free, but, personally. Oh, yeah, 100%. I also think, like, you know, we have those $700 price points that are leaking. That also, we all we also don't know what that entails, right? So when they release the console, they released, like, two controllers and headphones and a remote, you know? Like, how much are you getting for that $700 right. price point? It's, yeah, is it a game? Is it yes, VR. Yeah, but what's going on with VR, too? Yeah, no mention of VR. How crazy is that? That's true. I, did, I didn't even think of that until, yeah. yeah. That's nuts. I mean, they've had some pretty good traction with PlayStation VR. I'm really surprised they didn't mention it at all. No, I know Xbox has definitely stepped away from that almost entirely, right? Well, they have that HoloLens that they're working on. And there's supposed to be some stuff from that, but 
We'll see. I think Microsoft got burnt so hard on the Kinect that yeah. they're just like, no, we're a gaming company. We do games. Like, mm-hmm. we're just going to be over here doing games. Games, 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 games. Oh, do we mention games? Yeah. Like, I think they are so concerned about stepping yeah. out of line on this, yeah. on this console cycle that they're making the same Well, they bet. got so burnt in general with the Xbox One. The Xbox One, if you... I mean, the Wii U was the worst of those original launches, but then the Switch came and dominated everything for Nintendo point-wise. But, yeah, this... I. I think is if Microsoft has the cheaper price point, they're gonna take this battle. I feel like between oh, the yeah. two, price point yeah. is always like the biggest, you know, mm-hmm. seller. Because well, kids, the- kids asking for a console at Christmas or whatever, or people trying to ask their wives to get a console. What are they gonna lean towards? The one that's like a hundred dollars cheaper or something like that. Versus- but those exclusives, man, that's what you gotta think oh, yeah. about too. Ratchet and Clank, come on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Xbox definitely has less exclusives than PlayStation, right? Right. But the thing yeah, they've definitely. done really well is they're partnering up with, like, Nintendo. Nintendo and Microsoft have been become friends in a way. We're like, hey, I'm going to open up my games so we can play with you. When Rocket League exposed that, yeah, it's Sony that we're all waiting on. Sony's not letting anybody. It's just a Switch they have to flip. It's, like, literally a Switch. As a PC gamer, I really appreciate that Microsoft's now making it. They're bringing, like, all their games to PC as well for Xbox, for Windows Live. or yes. And if you get yeah. one, you get it on both, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think so, at least and, digitally. And that Game Pass thing is killing it for Microsoft, too. I think in some cases. Dude, the Game Pass is yeah. awesome. Game Pass is the, awesome. The, the, I, I, Megan mentioned it. I love it. I, I It's great. Like, it, it is Netflix for games. And it's just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to pick out another game that I want to play this week. And it swaps every Very month. Very cool. Or is it It's like a kind of rolling? Yeah, kind of rotating in and out. Um, yeah, the, I'm sure there's some hitters like they have the equivalent of The Office on there that people will always play and watch on there. Like, okay, once Red Dead 2 is up there, we're never taking it down. Yeah. 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 But I will say, like, Sony has definitely had the exclusives this generation. Like, yeah. this generation, they have killed it. Last of Us, Spider Man, um, God of War. Yeah, there are a lot of games on that list that are PlayStation exclusives that are just head and shoulders above the Xbox content. Yeah. Did Last Last of Us Two just came out? It did too, like in the last week. Yeah, and I'm actually I just started playing Last of Us, so the first one. So and it's good. I mean, it's fabulous. It's great. Um, so yeah, a lot of good stuff coming. I'm sure there's more announcements coming in these summer months. We are technically, what right in the heart of or just after when E3 would have uh, occurred. Yeah, that's right. So in the last few there weeks. should be more stuff coming yeah. out. Yeah. I don't know if Xbox yeah. has announced when they're kind of announcement is going to be yet right they haven't yeah because there's a i think there's a schedule for like the summer games fest stuff i'm curious yeah and i'm excited to see them come out because they have been buying developers like over the last couple Mm -hmm. of years and i'm hoping they're able to hit with some pretty big exclusives in the coming years just because they've been buying up some pretty good uh uh, studios. So, Casey, should we uh, move on to emails? I think we should. I think we're making good, and we'll just keep watching this dance. Uh, I think we'll hear a price in September for both. That's my prediction. But as far as emails go, we're going to start with the following. Uh, this is from Tim in Vancouver. Hey, guys. If you could have any video game item in real life as a weapon, what would you choose? Thanks. All right. This is easy. Oh, this is easy. Okay. Yeah, what is I it? have a Master Ball with a Pokemon in it. <laughs> oh, with a Pokemon Ari in it? Yeah, bro. Is that a Wait, weapon? Are you, are you, 
Are you insinuating that a Pokemon is a weapon? Yes, oh, Pokemon are weapons. Uh, yes. You know, though, they always talk about, like, if you remember the, the third gym in Pokemon Red, the Lieutenant Surge guy, he's like, yeah, me and my Pokemon used to fight in the war. There's always, and then in the Pokemon Lightning 6, guy? Yeah, there has been reference of a war. There was, like, a great war that involved Pokemon. So, the Pokemon world. a game about that. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be cool. There's a lot of really cool fan-made games where they do stuff like that that uh, are not Nintendo approved. But I wonder yeah. if it would be like I wonder if it's like the light like is it like a a mix or is it kind of more like Avatar where it's like the fire like the the lightning realm versus the or the electric realm versus the fire realm or oh you mean <laughs> there are, type- yeah types they although some would just murder each other because the the weakness type advantage yeah. is real <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, my answer is the dubstep um, gun from Saints Row 4. Does anybody remember uh, the dubstep gun? What is that? <laughs> so it was a gun that you would point at individuals, and when you pulled the trigger, yeah. they would all start dancing to dubstep. <laughs> How is that a weapon? How is it not a weapon? <laughs> That's also the weapon that has the uh, the ladies' pleasure sword. Right. Oh. The dildo yeah. bat. Yeah. The dildo bat. Yeah. Yes, yes, uh-huh. yes. yeah. yeah. Remember they, they sent that out as like a pre-order uh, bonus, didn't they? Dude, gaming companies have the worst thing. When ga- uh, Grand Theft Auto, I think, 4 Gosh. came out, they sent out legit brass knuckles with it. Yeah. That's like a oh weapon that can assault people. <laughs> Which one? Awesome. Unlike a Pokeball. Unlike a Pokeball. What would your item be, Sean? Uh, I was trying to think of... Um, what are the games where it's like a zombie game and you just mow down zombies? Oh, uh, Rising oh, Dead? It's like... Dead, Dead Rising. Rising. Yes, that was the one on Xbox. Yeah, the Dead That's Rising it. games. Those Dead have Rising. some crazy... Like, I think mine would be one of those... Even like Dead Island yeah. games where you like have a combo. It's like a gun that also is like a taser and like whatever else. Oh, I just thought of it. From Warhammer, it would be like a chainsaw sword. There you go. It's got it's like a sword that has like a chainsaw blade on one side of it. Chainsaw yep. sword. Yeah. That's my weapon. What are you guys intending to do with these weapons? Is this like apocalyptic chat or uh, cut down trees? <laughs> oh my gosh. Intense. Protect my home. Protect my family. I mean dubstep gun could just be <laughs> there you for go. Fun times. Yeah. Just fun times. <laughs> I mean that'd be great for a home invasion too, like the cops coming like it looks like he's just <laughs> having a good time, sir. He's having a good time because of me. That would is exactly um, why I would want that. Yeah. Just like go to the streets of Seattle and just watch people get down on dubstep. Megan, what uh, would you have? I that'd think awesome. I'm gonna go back to Live the Strange and <laughs> the first episode, uh the rewind power. Oh, that's a solid uh, choice. Good choice. Most realistic. I, I guess that's not a weapon. Hmm. It it can be used as a uh, weapon. If Casey's Pokeball <laughs> yeah. is a weapon, then, Fine. Okay. then I feel like then that's I, If I wasn't the Pokeball, I'd definitely take the Master Sword. That would be my other the choice. The Master Sword. I just realized, I think I would... I think I would like a weapon. I can't. I don't. Can't think of a specific game, but like a shrink, shrink ray, or like mm. a shrink, uh, something <laughs> yeah. like Imbigen slash shrink gun. Um, if it was not a video game, I definitely would take Zach Morris's power from Saved by the Bell and just freeze time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> time out. Time like, out. Just have my little monologues. Um, let's go to our next one. Our next email is from Matt Livmore. Other than your video game backlogs on the podcast, what projects have you been working on during COVID? Keep it up, guys. Enjoy the podcast. Uh, a lot of yard work. I made a. I have a garden in the yard, like a little veggie garden. What? Look at you. Yeah. Look at you. What are you growing? Uh, what do we got in there? We got, we got <laughs> weed. <laughs> it's legal. It's legal. Uh, no. Um, it's just oregano, guys. I swear. <laughs> what do we have? We have a bunch of leaf 
like um, <laughs> leave, huh? Because <laughs> 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 we have four rows, uh-huh. and there's one. One is herbs. Uh-huh. You know, what kind of herbs? herbs? Special herbs. Uh, I forget. There's one that tastes. It's like leafy, but it tastes like cucumbers. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is. We got a little oregano in there. You know, you got your. Uh, we had catnip, but the cats found it. All of these are code names <laughs> for pot, Sean. This is not, <laughs> not, Listen, every true. kind of weed is a type of weed. This is true. <laughs> And this um, is the Maui Wowie. I mean oregano. <laughs> this is the oregano. Yeah. We got some rhubarb in there. Uh, got some cucumbers, although they kind of died. I don't know why the cucumbers died, but they're 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 fighting their way back. Zucchinis. You know, we got the bell peppers. Nice. Some oh. artichokes. You're gonna have a whole kitchen so, full of stuff. You know, we just had this space. There was a garden there a long time ago, and we just I was like, you know what? We have nothing else to do. Let's let's bring the garden back. Shelby, what about you? Are you doing anything else besides starting this podcast with me? Uh, like doing this podcast with you has been has been one yeah. of the main objectives of my free time. I've also been building a streaming studio for work, which has taken a lot of time, um, both professionally and personally. Yeah. So it's been cool. It's been fun. The studio is rad. Yeah, the studio is pretty dope. I want one in my backyard. <laughs> it's just like a nice man escape. Like I could hang out here a lot. I could spend a lot of time here. Dude, my wife and I have been looking at houses, and now I require like an entire room that I'm going to dedicate to just like a streaming <laughs> studio of some kind. Yeah, you guys are catching yeah. up. I've been there, done that. <laughs> Is that right? What about you, Megan? Mm-hmm. Have you picked up any new hobbies or projects over the quarantine? Ah, uh, you know, just doing a lot of puzzles. I got a paddleboard. Um, oh, nice. I live on a lake currently, so I've been doing a lot of that. Yeah. Nice to kind of go for rides after the lo- the long days in the office. We at home, just so. got a paddleboard here too from our lake house because we ended up selling our lake house. But I definitely want to get out there. We are, I'm right by uh, the Puget Sound, so I'm thinking about putting it out in the ocean and seeing what I can do. Yeah, fighting the waves, Whoa. probably get knocked over by a sea lion. Knowing my luck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's kind of daunting. Yeah, right. Just... <laughs> sea lion just hops up on there. This mine now. Oh, dude, it would break it. Those things are huge. It's like a thousand pounds. But what a good story to tell. <laughs> no, I have some issues. Last time I went fishing out there, a sea lion stole my fish on the oh line. So I've got some issues with the sea lions. I'm going to be... We're going to have some words. He's going to find you again. <laughs> the bully seal. Well, have you ever seen those pictures of people on paddle boards and there's like a giant shadow of a whale underneath them like swimming and they're just like, whoa, like on top. Oh, jeez. Yeah. That's that would be cool as long as the whale's nice. Like, I'm... there's no guarantee there is none yeah we all have a lot of different projects puzzles would be a good one right now too this is from eric and tracy what are your predictions for the next great video game technology i can see ar like ar has been around for a while you know hollow hollow lens but like i could see that augmented reality oh yeah augmented reality i could see that really taking off especially if phones can really i think it's kind of like vr right now where it's like there's just no big triple a company or anything that's really taking advantage of it or the technology's not quite there but if it does like if you could play like cool games on your phone like good games there's there's games out there they're just you know they're kind of hit or miss and not like triple a developer games so that'd be my guess kind of Mm. building on that i think cloud gaming i mean i know it's already kind of seeping in but just seeing that kind of come into life i mean ultimate game pass ultimate is 
I know Xbox has kind of stepped into it. I don't know where Stadia is at the moment. I don't think it was perceived very well, right? People were not very excited about we that. I saw earlier they they accidentally put out a like demo version of a game from last year on a, like a Ubisoft game on accident for thirty oh minutes. They're like, oh, so sorry, Ubisoft, so sorry. <laughs> no. So not going well. Oh no. my gosh, yeah. So it's no we. When we were in Vegas, we did one of those VR rooms where, like, you wear the full-on suit, like the headset and the earphones and, like, the suit. And that was some pretty sweet technology. Mm -hmm. Like, you walked through a warehouse, basically, with, like, walls and everything. And it was mapped one-to-one with what you were seeing in your headset. Yeah. So, like, there was a a place where you would go down a stair set where you like, you know, you go down 20 stairs, you turn the corner and you walk down 20 more. And it was basically all simulated in this warehouse and you go down like four or five sets of stairs and it feels like you're actually doing it. So that got me pretty those, excited about what's the possible. Did you wear, do they have haptic feedback? Like, do they have it to where like, um, if you got like hit mm. or shot or whatever, like you'd feel it. I've seen those like, yeah, yeah, yeah they those did. vests, like that could be cool. I feel like that's like, too expensive for most people but you know that combined with vr is like crazy you know you could play like laser tag but instead you're like actually getting hit or feeling the things on you or stuff one thing that i will say i'm super excited about with these new consoles is them to fix the suspend mode on the new consoles um it's one of the cooler features on the xbox one and ps4 but it's not quite good enough there's not enough ram on those machines for them to remember exactly where you are i don't Mm -hmm. believe so basically what you can do is you can like come out of a game, go and do some other stuff. You can usually run one other app, and then if you go back to the game, it normally works, but it crashes. Um, and what they're going to do in these next consoles, this is uh, they showed a tech demo for the Xbox, the new Xbox, and they were jumping between three or four different games and popping right back yeah. into where they left off. Like it was mm. a pause screen. It wasn't a load. And that's what I'm most excited for, like on the very near fu- in the very near I think future. The Switch does it pretty well, but just with one game. You know, you can go back to the menu right. and stuff like yeah. that and then hop back in. Yeah. I'll pause out of games like that. I've, I've Since my wife's gotten into Animal Crossing, I have to save way more because she'll just be like, whatever. She doesn't care <laughs> about my progress. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I know what I do is like I'll play through a game. Like I was playing Kingdom Hearts earlier, and then I was like, okay, let's watch Netflix. So we pop it on Netflix. We watch Netflix for a little while, and then I pop back to Kingdom Hearts, and it's they're waiting That's for nice. me. So in my situation, like I'm running Spotify, I'm streaming uh, movies and TV shows, and it's just not quite enough to juggle all those balls. So I'm excited to see them use multiple programs. Sorry, that's just a good phrase. <laughs> Chug. Chug Juggling balls. balls. All right. Get your mind. Now, I, I'm curious to see if we're going to see more with like a lens too. Just where you're viewing it through like a glass oh, or Google, it, how, Google Glass. Yeah. Google Glass, or it just—it's probably going to be a bigger push to VR. I think I hate to admit Some... that. Like once they can make like a omnidirectional treadmill, where you can just stand and walk and it moves for they you, I those. think that's going to be the game. But they're but they got kind of perfected. I yeah, feel like yeah. right. It's like, not. It's like a you know one one or two dudes with them in their basement that they've handmade or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They need to be accessible. Once that happens, I think VR picks up because then you can do a lot of stuff. Um, I have one more email that I think would be good to ask. Uh, This is from Jane in Toronto. I found this one. So I've been playing a lot of Japanese role-playing games, and here in Casey, I know that you find... Loves them as well. I know that you find many random items, and I had this would-you-rather question. Mm -hmm. Would you rather find $100 floating in a public toilet or $5 in your pocket? 
Thanks, guys. Floating, for sure. Well, you're going to put your hand in the public <laughs> toilet, you sick freak? Well, you don't have to. They didn't say you had to use your hand. What are you going to use, Sean? Your mouth? Uh, <laughs> my... Shoot. I'm going to oh. take my, my COVID mask off, reach into the toilet, <laughs> oh, pick yeah. it up. I'd find something. I'd actually just you know, grab get, the maybe, toilet maybe, paper maybe. probably and just use it all. That's what say. <laughs> Scoop that thing out. I think I think as soon as somebody else sees me eye that hundred dollar bill, I'm out. You know what I mean? I am out. Like, there's no way. Yeah. yeah. If no one else knows. Well, yeah, you're in a stall. Hey, hey, Shelby, where'd you get this hundred dollars? Oh no, it doesn't. Don't matter. worry about it. I I'd go spend it immediately and be like, can I get all small bills or like just exchange it <laughs> while it's still wet? It's still oh, wet. Yeah. And you're like, eh. This smells like piss. Well, <laughs> it's better than the alternative. I mean, if it's just toilet uh, water, it's not that uh, bad. Is, yeah, I guess it depends if it's used yeah, or unused toilet water. Yeah, if it's... <laughs> if it's in a toilet, Wait, it's it... used, guys. Let's not beat around the bash. It's like, it's been Have used. Have you guys ever seen those, like, business cards that are folded in half and they look no. like $100 no. bills? Oh, yeah. My dad, I think my dad... That would be those. so disappointing. Like, you reach into the toilet, you grab the $100, and it's like, Joe's plumbing. You're like, what? Yeah. Awful. I could see that at, like, a convention oh. or something like that, where someone has, like, a fishbowl of those. Like, it looks like 100 bucks, so kids, like, reach in or whatever to grab it, and then she's like, ha Well, now we know what the underpower business cards are going to look like. <laughs> yeah, Megan just became our marketing manager, so thanks for being on board, Megan. There you go. Good idea. Yeah, very cool. Well, Megan, thanks for uh, joining us tonight. It was really cool. Yeah, thank you guys. It was so much fun chatting. Yeah, you're gonna have to come back again. Yeah, I got I got a lot to learn. We, we want a dream daddy report <laughs> from you. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> apparently, it's the one console it's not on directly is the Xbox. I know. What yeah. a bummer. It's on Switch though. Oh, hey, man. redeemed itself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now I have a reason yes, to get one. Yes, just for that. <laughs> there you go. There you yeah. go. There you go. Uh, well, thank you for joining us today. If you'd like to get more of our content, check us out on Twitter at underpoweredpod, on Instagram at under.powered. And Casey, to interrupt really quick, we're going to have a post today for our next punishment for who loses, and you can vote on our Twitter today. That's right. That's right. So go vote on what the next punishment is for the month of June. Mm-hmm. Underpowered Pod is where you'll find us on Twitter. You can also check us out at, on our Discord. That is officially live. And also shoot us an email at emails at underpoweredmedia.com. Thanks for being with us. We out. Play your games. Play your games.